Let's open our Bibles to Psalm 101. Psalm 101. These are some resolutions of David, the man after God's own heart. Apparently, from the way they're worded before, he took the kingdom and he's asking the Lord to be with him in the matter. But he gives the Lord a number of resolutions here and promises or vows identified by the future tense of each verse. I will sing. In verse 1, I will behave. Verse 2, I will set no wicked thing. Verse 3, I will not know a wicked person. Verse 4, and so forth, all the way down to verse 8, I will early. All of its future tense. It's not what he has been doing. It's what he's committing to doing. And he's asking the Lord to be with him and to come unto him and put him in his place which is in the middle of verse 2. I would like you to notice four divisions in this psalm, if we can. First, it's his resolution or vow of praise in verse 1. Then it's his resolution or vow of personal conduct in verses 2 and 3. And then it's his resolution or vow of dealing with the persons around him in verses 4 through 7. And then it's his protection of the city of God in verse 8. So we've got his praise in verse 1, then his personal conduct, then how he will judge among persons around him and his protection of the Lord's city. Let's stand together as we read the inspired word of God. In unison, I will sing of mercy and judgment. Unto thee, O Lord, will I sing. I will behave myself wisely in a perfect way. O when wilt thou come unto me? I will walk within my house with a perfect heart. I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I hate the work of them that turn aside. It shall not cleave to me. A froward heart shall depart from me. I will not know a wicked person. Whoso privily slandereth his neighbor, him will I cut off. Him that hath an high look and a proud heart will not I suffer. Mine eyes shall be upon the faithful of the land, that they may dwell with me. He that walketh in a perfect way, he shall serve me. He that worketh deceit shall not dwell within my house. He that telleth lies shall not tarry in my sight. I will early destroy all the wicked of the land, that I may cut off all wicked doers from the city of the Lord. Amen and amen. You may be seated. What a wonderful psalm of pious resolutions that David makes to God, all in the future tense of his commitment of how he would deal with praise, his personal conduct, other persons, and protecting the city of God. Verse 1 is interesting in the sense that it says, I will sing. We know that that's dealing with praise. And to the Lord, to Him directly, will I sing. But notice that it says, I will sing of mercy and judgment. It's not, I will sing of judgment and mercy, 
We often think of judgment as the larger category of God's dealings or someone in authority and mercy being a smaller, but the Lord puts mercy first and we have a basis from the rest of Scripture that He honors mercy over judgment. I will have mercy and not sacrifice. I will have mercy and not judgment. And so we have it here, though more obscure than in other places. But notice, I will sing, O Lord, will I sing unto thee, is his commitment of praise. Then we come to verses 2 and 3, where he describes his personal conduct. And they're wonderful words. I will behave myself wisely in a perfect way. We know this about David, even without this psalm, because we find in 1 Samuel chapter 18 that it says repeatedly of David there that he did behave himself wisely. It says he behaved himself more wisely than all the servants of Saul, so that his name was much set by, and King Saul was afraid of him because how wisely he dealt in conducting himself before Israel. But it's a commitment. And today, we have come into the house of the Lord to make commitments together. We're going to be known for our praise. We should. Verse 1, And we should be known for our personal conduct before God, who sees all that we do, including what we do in our homes, because the promise here is about at home. I will behave myself wisely in a perfect way, is the first sentence of verse 2. The third sentence of verse 2 is, I will walk within my house with a perfect heart. There's a lot of use of the word perfect in this particular psalm. David's going to choose perfect ones to be his friends, as it tells us in verse 6, walking in a perfect way, the faithful of the land, and so forth. But here, I will behave myself wisely in a perfect way. It's a choice we make every day how we're going to behave ourselves, and especially how we're going to behave ourselves at home where no one else can see us, I will walk within my house with a perfect heart. Not only will I have perfect conduct in my house at home, but I will do it with a perfect heart. This is David. Sometimes we wonder, what does it take to be the man after God's own heart? What distinguishes David from other men? And it's commitments like this that we have right here in verse 2. And then in the middle of that verse, as I have pointed out to you over the years, Oh, when wilt thou come unto me? David is expecting the Lord to be with him. David is expecting the Lord to bless him. David is expecting the Lord to fulfill his promises by putting him on his throne. But notice, when David asks that question, He sandwiches it by his commitment to the Lord first. He starts with praise, then he puts his personal conduct, and only then does he ask the Lord, when are you going to come to me? And we shouldn't expect the Lord to come to us until we have made a commitment equal to David's. We want to make that commitment for ourselves, our families, and our church. Because we want the Lord to come to us as a church. We want Him to draw nigh to us as we draw nigh to Him. But in order to get the Holy God of Heaven to draw nigh to us and to come to us and to have a personal relationship with us and to walk with us, we need to have the commitment that David had around that request. 
I will behave myself wisely in a perfect way. That is a strong future tense statement and commitment of David's pious intentions. I will walk within my house with a perfect heart. Oh Lord, let us all do that. In our homes, away from the eyes of everyone else, with a perfect heart. All of our actions flowing from the purity of our hearts. He goes on to say, I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. Now David didn't have a television at home, and he didn't have an internet. We have both. We can fulfill this more fully with greater temptations than David had. I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I will not even look on the junk of this world. I hate the work of them that turn aside. And we want to hate evil. And if we're going to hate evil, we don't want to just have lip service against evil. We want to say, it shall not cleave to me. I'm not going to let it stick to me. I don't want this world sticking to me. I hate it. I hate those that turn aside. I hate their work. I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I won't look at it. I won't let it touch me. I won't let it pollute me or spot me. And so David progresses from praise to personal conduct. Now he says what kind of friends he will have, what kind of men he will allow in his kingdom, what kind of domestic servants he will have in his house, what kind of employees he will have in his businesses. And we get this in verses 4 through 7. A froward heart shall depart from me. I will get rid of froward, obnoxious, naughty, wicked men. I will not know a wicked person. I will not have friends among the wicked. I don't want anything to do with worldly men. Whoso privily slandereth his neighbor, him will I cut off. The person that backbites another, I will cut them off. I will have nothing to do with them. Him that hath an high look and a proud heart, arrogance, haughtiness, will not I suffer. I will not put up with them. I will not permit it in my presence. Mine eyes shall be upon the faithful of the land. God's children, faithful believers, Christians for our dispensation, that they may dwell with me. He that walketh in a perfect way, he shall serve me. Whether I'm hiring them or I'm choosing them as friends or they're my advisors, they are going to be faithful Christians because I don't want and I will not abide or tolerate anyone else. Verse 7, He that worketh deceit shall not dwell within my house. Liars will be gone from David's presence. He that telleth lies shall not tarry in my sight. I will get rid of them and get rid of them quickly. So we have in verses 4 through 7, the persons that David is going to choose to be his friends and his servants, his helpers and advisors in his kingdom. And they are the faithful of the land. They are those that walk in a perfect way like David has committed to walk. If you have committed to walk in a perfect way, like verses 2 and 3, yet you allow yourself to have friends of the worldly-minded and carnally-minded, even if they call themselves Christians, you will not walk long in a perfect way because they will take you down, as the Bible explains repeatedly. Be not deceived, evil communications corrupt good manners. David committed himself to the good manners in verses 2 and 3, And then in verses 4 through 7, he committed that he would not allow anyone to take him away from those manners. 
And I love the distinction here in 4 through 7. 6 is positive, 4, 5, and 7 are negative. He describes those kinds of people that he will not have around him, and he describes those that he admires, loves, and will have. And then he says, verse 8, I will early destroy. He doesn't say, I will think about cleaning up the house of God. I'll wait for the Lord to convict me. I'll wait for a better day. He was instant in season and out of season. He was going to be insistent about keeping God's house clean. I will early destroy all the wicked of the land that I may cut off all wicked doers from the city of the Lord. Our God is holy. The Lord Jesus Christ is holy. And we should have a commitment like this. We want to praise Him in the beauty of holiness. We want to have personal conduct agreeable to Him. We want to hate those persons that are unapproved in His sight and love those that are. And we want to commit ourselves to early, quickly, speedily cleaning up God's house. This is David's attitude toward the church of God. He had the city of Jerusalem, Mount Zion, and tabernacle worship until he and his son were able to gather the materials and build a temple for the worship of God. I hope, I pray, I trust that today you, you personally, each of you, a man, a woman, a child, can understand these eight verses and say, that is how I want to live. That is how I will live. That is how I will live today. That is how I will live tomorrow. That is how I will live until the Lord comes for me. I will praise thee, O Lord. I will behave myself wisely in a perfect way, even in my house. I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. When will you come to me? I will not allow or tolerate in my family or among my friends, those that do not fear thy name and keep thy commandments. I have no use for them. I will cut them off quickly and get them out of my sight. And I am committed to defending the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I will early and speedily destroy those that try to harm it through their wickedness. This is a man after God's own heart. This is achievable for every one of you. Anything less than this is not good enough. Anything less than this, when you get to hear a reminder like this morning from Psalm 101, will put you in judgment if you do not keep these commitments of pious resolution that David made to the Lord. Lord, help us.